Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeart Radio app. Welcome, everybody. Oh, Right off the top, the moist line is tomorrow. We would love to hear from you. We're collecting the calls using the iHeartRadio app. That is the little microphone icon to talk to the Johnny Ken moist line. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. We begin with terror on the metro. This time, it's not one of the trains. It's a bus. I think I just said the other day, I'm not reading as many stories about violence on the buses as I am on the trains. Yeah. Stabbings. And that's what happened in Woodland Hills. A Woodland bus driver Hills. is... Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. It's supposed to be a very nice, safe area. Is that true? I haven't been to Woodland Hills in a long time. So it is. Know. Well, in this area, it's it's near the shopping mall and uh, the village, which is mm. restaurants and, and clothing stores. And it's just a, a nice... That part of it is nice. Well, I think you should leave now. Oh, I'm Get thinking about that. that. I know. I, I, yeah. But where do I go? You're, I mean, that, it's really prime everywhere. earthquake territory up there in the valley. Good Lord. Oh, oh right. hell, with the earthquakes, you got crazy people running around with knives. I know. Uh, stabbing we'll to, bus drivers. Yeah, he's fighting for his life. Uh, Blake Trolley is going to run down the whole story and what we know up to date. Blake? 
Yeah, guys. So actually, as you alluded to there, this did happen in a really nice part of Woodland Hills to give you an idea of where this bus station was at. It was near both a Range Rover dealership and an REI. So that should paint a uh, picture of where all of this went down. LAPD Deputy Chief Alan Hamilton says the guy who stabbed the bus driver tried getting onto the bus and somewhere in there began arguing with the driver. And that's when things got violent. The driver, we're told, was stabbed at least once in the neck. He was taken to a hospital in critical condition. Uh, to give you an idea of kind of how this argument, how this altercation uh, played out, Hamilton really laid out just how much movement really went on in all of it. The altercation started on the bus and then went on to the street here on the sidewalk. During that altercation, the driver of this MTA bus sustained multiple stab wounds from the suspect. That suspect then fled the area and we are out actively looking for that suspect at this time. And so, again, guys, yeah, the driver was stabbed multiple times, at least once in the neck. I heard you talking about that, Ken. He was taken to a hospital. He underwent surgery and was listed in critical condition. The guy accused of stabbing the driver, he's a young guy. He was caught on camera because all, all Metro buses have cameras. So yeah. it caught image, imagery of this guy. He's real young, 21 years old is what police are saying. Uh, white, blonde, curly hair. He was last seen in a red shirt, black pants with a backpack. We're expecting an update on the investigation this afternoon, guys. I think it might. it's going to be really hard for this guy to evade law enforcement for too long, given the detailed picture they have of him. Um, I spoke to one guy. He said last night police were on the hunt looking for this guy. It sounds like they spent hours looking for him. Well, throughout, I think like the whole night up until like midnight, you just heard cops, you heard cars, you heard helicopters everywhere. Are uh, you worried about this as somebody that lives in the area? Uh, actually, I was a little bit worried because I wasn't living in a great neighborhood beforehand, so I moved over here to make sure my family was secure. Ooh. So when I heard this, I kind of freaked out and I hit up some co-workers and they were actually buying groceries at the Amazon Fresh store. So they were kind of stuck in the parking lot. So you can kind of hear, guys, it created a lot of chaos in this upscale and relatively quiet neighborhood. That guy says he literally moved his family there because it uh, was so safe. Now, all of this has, again, raised concerns about safety on the Metro Transit system. Last month, if you guys recall, I went on your show. We talked about this. There were three stabbings on Metro trains in one week. One of those stabbings happened on a train where, which is now almost famous. This is the MacArthur Park Westlake station that's been playing music to deter crime in that case. The guy says he was stabbed in the back of the head. He told officers somebody was mumbling to themselves, then stabbed him. A woman was attacked in Long Beach by two people recently. And now yesterday we have this incident and people want to see change, not just people, but also officials. Mayor Bass, who serves on the Metro board, says she's going to look into the security system. She noted that law enforcement on the system may need some changes. I've reached out to her office to see what she might be calling for. Haven't heard back. Tra uh, Tracy Park, Councilwoman Tracy Park, who is vice chair of the Transportation Committee, says more needs to be done to keep people safe. When I talk about keeping riders and workers safe on our public transportation systems, what I am talking about is significant investment in transit security officers and sworn law enforcement to patrol our public transit systems and ensure that the crime and the violence is being adequately addressed. Ambassadors are fine for customer service, for giving directions and assistance to riders who need it. But the crisis that we are dealing with is one that requires a public safety presence.
Again, later this afternoon, we're anticipating to hear more from officials on this investigation. So we will see if anything new develops or if it's just Uh, an update on the investigation. Do we uh, know anything about the argument? That is something we're trying to paint, you know, the in between the lines on, so to speak. Uh, No, we're just told the guy was trying to get on the on the bus. An argument broke out. That argument somehow ends up on the sidewalk, and that's when this so, guy pulls out a knife and starts so, stabbing the bus driver. So the driver w- went to the sidewalk? He and the Some, kid got off the so, bus? Somehow this ends up outside the bus, and that's what we're trying to figure out. And I'm hoping today at that press con- uh, at an anticipated press conference, you know, we're able to, to figure out exactly I wonder if exactly the driver was trying to push him uh, – out of off. the bus, yeah, or or get him away from the bus because he saw the knife and he didn't want the passengers getting stabbed. But yeah, lot- you know, the, the the kid may have just come on and started yelling, acting crazy. There might not have been an issue, a real issue to argue about. What would it be? Other than uh, he, he didn't, didn't want to pay, yeah, he didn't want to yeah. pay the fare. I mean, and he doesn't look homeless. Not that we profile on the Johnny Kent show, but looking at the picture, I don't. It looks like he has a backpack and. I don't know. Even this color photo I'm looking at, he might even have AirPods on. <laughs> so I, it looks like any other 21-year-old you might see walking no, around. And I don't know whether he's on but, drugs. Woodland Hills is wealthy, so that's uh, even the homeless is wealthy. Maybe uh, it will turn out to be a or homeless guy. But somebody's I, druggy kid. Druggy son. Druggy? I mean, why would, you, why would somebody get in such a rage to uh, start drugs. stabbing a bus driver? and? uh well, yeah, I had heard, Blake, that the bus driver was able to still get back on and try to secure the bus so that this guy didn't get back on the bus and start stabbing the passengers, is what I heard. Yeah, but you really have to wonder, you know, how long that lasted, given that he was taken to a hospital in critical condition. You know, I uh, again, so many questions remain as to what actually happened, and I, I'm hoping this afternoon we're able to get a much right. clearer picture. When you All find right, out, we'll, let us yeah, know. Yeah, we'll get you back, yeah. All right, guys. All right, we'll, of course, hear Blake on KFI News with the updates, and then if he has something in more detail... Uh, whenever this update comes around before our show ends, we'll bring him back on to talk about it. But again, there is violence on the Metro. And I think this is a call, John, again, for knife control. Knife I think control, we have absolutely. To, yeah, I mean, whenever yeah. there's a shooting, we hear I about did, gun control. I, now we've had all these stabbings on the Metro trains and buses. Knife control. The government should be going door to door and confiscating all the kitchen knives from everyone. How are you going to cut your steak? I'm just going to have to rip it apart with my bare hands. With your teeth. Which is how hands. I usually eat it anyway. Look, <clears throat> we'll find, we'll see, we'll find out soon enough <clears throat> whether this kid is uh, is a homeless, uh, a vagrant, uh, some druggy local. Or just having well, a really angry bad day? No, it's it's always drugs. People people don't act like this when, when they're not drugged up on something. And because no, the driver nobody, said, nobody, uh, please put the fare in or show me your yeah, card. How, how much is the fare? You know, you know, there's a movement, and I just saw the El Segundo Times editorial the other day. Make this all free. Yeah, all I, of Metro should be free. A, a couple of bucks, which means I you'll mean, pay for it because it's got to come from all the rest of the tax money. Then no, uh, the thing is not that it makes any money anyway; it loses. But. Outside of this incident, if you don't have the police work in the streets and rounding up every druggie, every psycho vagrant, then this is going to go on forever. Because generally, these people can't get into people's cars. The only place they can get is in a bus or a train. And they're going to go there for shelter, uh, a place to sit down, you know, or or to move around to another part of the city. But every single vagrant is probably going to get on a bus or a train at some point, if if for no other reason, just to move around. This was 5.15 in the afternoon. This wasn't like the dead of night. 
you you got to have armed officers in the bus and 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 not and not ambassadors. That that whole concept has to be flushed. It's a stupid stupid concept. Okay, we got to stop treating it as if it's a legitimate idea. It's not. It's complete garbage. Armed officers. Period. Armed officers on the street, and you have to disturb every single encampment and order everybody to keep moving along. Offer them offer them help. Offer them a, a place uh, to lie down if it's available. But other than that, you can't lay in the street. And you gotta, you just got to disperse people. When they're dispersed, they won't be able to get on the buses and stab people. You have to assume that all the crazy people lying around are capable of doing this because it's fueled by their brains getting fried. The, the drugs right, well, are frying the brains and making them violent. We find out more on this story. We'll bring it to you before the show ends. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4 o'clock, you go to the iHeart app and you can hear the John and Ken On Demand podcast. And uh, anything you miss, you can catch there after 4 o'clock it gets posted. Well, from uh, more violence on the metro system, we just talked about the stabbing of a bus driver in Woodland Hills yesterday afternoon. A metro bus, who apparently the argument spilled out onto the sidewalk, and the uh, bus driver took multiple stab wounds. We understand that uh, he's in tough shape, but he's expected to survive. we get any updates on that, we'll bring them to you. Big story last July in Los Angeles. John probably doesn't remember when I flipped through the story. I said, yeah, when did that open? Remember the old 6th Street Bridge that they opened in downtown Los Angeles? Oh, yeah, that's when they started doing all that stupid... uh, Street racing. Yeah, people with street takeovers. They took over the bridge several times. The The police closed down the bridge continuously. It was one unbelievable place for all the uh, 'er ne'er-do-wells to hang out. And uh, the story went quiet after weeks of that. But now it's come back. A 17-year-old fell to his death. He was trying to do a stunt for social media. He was climbing up one of the arches. Well, he wanted to post a social media broadcast. I guess he wanted to go live with li- people up there li- and show, look where I am. Live broadcast, uh, climbing the, uh, yeah, the bridge. 17 years old, well, and uh, they haven't identified him. That's, you know, that's, uh, that's Darwinism there. He slipped and he fell to his death. Um, it wasn't clear which social media platform he was using or how he was going to try to broadcast his climb, but this was just after 2 a.m. Saturday. So I guess uh, he wanted to really make a big splash by being up there at 2 in the morning and I don't think showing everybody just big how... Big splash uh, is the right term to use. Yeah, or a splat. Uh, so that's, that's, that's just stupid. Most 17-year-olds... Well, obviously, virtually other, other every other 17-year-old in existence wouldn't do that. Virtually every other, right? Yes, yeah, so this one had a, a desperate need for attention unlike everyone else of his generation. Nobody needed attention that as badly as he did. Now we take you to San Francisco, where I had to read this story twice to believe it, because as you know, most governments do have a controller's office. Controllers are kind of watching the money, the ins and outs of the money that comes into a city and how the money is spent. So uh, I found it a little odd that they put out a report about how much poop there is on the sidewalks of San Francisco. I'm guessing it's because it's cost an enormous amount of money for the city to clean it up. Yes, it was called the Street and Sidewalk Maintenance Standards Report. And they surveyed 3,000 streets and sidewalks in 2021 into 2022 for cleanliness 
an appearance of maintenance. And they found that half of the sidewalks and streets in San Francisco have poop on them. Remember the person who made the crap app for San Francisco so you could know yeah. what to avoid? Yeah. Remember the it doesn't video? say in the story how much of it's human poop versus, you know, animal poop. but um, I, Most of it's human poop. Yeah, I would, because I would, in San Francisco, those prissy residents, they all walk around with doggy bags. And and they clean up after their, uh, uh, their puppies. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're yeah. right. They would probably do that. Yeah. No, this this, uh, this is human poop. Remember the uh, video of uh, kids doing the poop hopscotch trying to get into school? Yes, I do remember that. Get dropped off by the bus on the sidewalk. and then Oh, they and they were also moving around all the drug addicts who were shooting yeah. up on those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Needle hopscotch, poop hopscotch, drug addict hopscotch. No, a lot of cool kid games these days. Yeah, if you're high on meth or fentanyl, you're more or less likely to just poop where you sit. I guess you're probably more likely, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, if fentanyl, you're just going to lay on the ground there and uh, poop in your pants. Um, so uh, they looked at residential areas and the key commercial area survey, public sidewalks and streets. They were looking for any kind of hazard. It's just that they noted the poop. Uh, they were looking for litter, graffiti, broken glass. But... Uh, Broken glass was actually the most common hazard. Uh, just over 50% of the streets, but right behind it was feces. Yeah. Well, it, it's um, it's the same crowd, right? They, they, they smash their beer bottles and, and their uh, liquor bottles on the ground. Right. And uh, uh, I, I mean, look at this. I mean... Michael this... Schellenberger came into this story. He noted, because I guess he took a closer look at the report, 90% of streets and sidewalks in one of the wealthiest neighborhoods had feces. This would be Knob Hill. Uh, but that, you know, the Knob Hill neighborhood. Tenderloin was second behind yeah, Knob Hill, and Tenderloin, we know, has got a lot of the druggies. The rich people aren't stopping and, and taking a squat. Maybe they are being That's, snobby with their dogs. They don't care that their dogs uh, do a dump in the street. They just keep on going. Uh, uh, it, 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 except we never had this before. The city paid almost $100 million to clean up its streets in 2019. $100 million. And you still end up with 90% of the sidewalks getting covered because the homeless people recoat the sidewalks every day. There's no way to keep up with this. But I think the correct progressive response, John, to this would be there's just not enough public bathrooms. We need to build more public bathrooms right. so people are not forced so to the, do that. So the vagrants can have sex in them? Well, I mean, it is true if you're a business owner, particularly in San Francisco, you make sure that bathroom's shut down from homeless people going in there no. and um, blowing no. out a dump and destroying too, your... Too bad. They're not going to hold us hostage. Uh, if you don't build me a bathroom, I'll poop on your sidewalk. That's get, kind of what happens, yeah, yes. Get rid of them. They know what to do. You get rid of them. I'm 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 100% had it with every one of their uh, uh, slogans and concepts and programs. Just get rid of them. They got to go. No more. Zero tolerance. Just like it used to be. Because all their ideas failed. Not a single one of their ideas worked, all right? We gave them, like, last five or six years. It was anything goes. Go ahead. Progressive buffet. Try every wacky uh, philosophy you, you dreamed up. Every one of them is wrong. There's not, a, there's not a, 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 a silver lining of success in any of this stuff. Disastrous. How would you like to be the person with the controller's office that had to actually do this survey walking around making note of every poop spot you see every bit of graffiti and glass oh, it's, it's a, there's a job for you it's it's, it's just it's the most uncivilized and disgusting report and and this is why so many people have moved out this is why downtown has lost half the retailers this, right you know this is this is why the office buildings are 30 percent vacant and rising
Because normal people don't want to deal with this. If you can get out, you get out. Yeah, as we found out yesterday, a lot of the wealthy people, some of them are moving all the way to London. That's how yeah. far out they're going. Yeah, because who, who, who's, who's going outside and, and stepping in, in human feces every day? You track that in the house. You track that in your bed. I mean, right, we, come, that's just not civilized. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken Show. It's KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at Legal LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Are you considering running no, for president no, in 2024 or 2028? No, not even no, considering. Oh, no, not at all. This election is a choice about life and death. We didn't defeat Trumpism. This is the most consequential election. They choose that as they sell fear 
around crime. They sell calm around these perverse gun laws. What we've got right now is not working and it's about to break. Look at the sewage that is online that they amplify on these networks and in social media to dehumanize people. This whole damn border debate is made up. That's how extreme the Republican Party is in the United States of America. It's time to organize, guys, bottom up, not just top down. Republicans have been organizing bottom up forever. Where the hell are we as a party to capture the narrative? I honestly, if I were offering him political advice, I'd, I'd tell him to pack up and, and wait a few years. I never trust politicians, so I get why you keep asking. So when I see you in Iowa in 2023, I will uh, play this yeah. for you. New Hampshire, Carolina, I'm aware. What else? And now, John and Ken present the Gavin Newsom is running for president desk. Uh, Gavin Newsom may be sort of running for president. Well, may, maybe Gavin Newsom not running for president mm. desk. Well, yeah, the world of Gavin Newsom we explore for a few minutes here on the John and Ken Show on KFI. Uh, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Two things happened. Of course, yesterday, despite some Twitter glitches, uh, Ron DeSantis has entered the race for president of the United States, the Florida governor. He and Newsom have been going at it for some time now. Uh, Newsom's latest mantra, John, is don't make America Florida. Don't do that. So do we want to make America California? <laughs> is that the choice here? Boy, he's such an idiot. He he is playing such a and not even I was gonna say a weak hand, a non-existent hand. Florida, their economy and their way of life is far superior to California right no, now. No, they're banning books, right? Nobody uh, cares. They're, they're banning abortions. No nobody cares about books. Uh they're making voter law stricter. It's stuff so nobody, you can't, anybody can vote here and grab buy ballots and harvest? Come nobody, on. Nobody cares about that stuff. The stuff he shouts about, normal people don't care. They want jobs. They want, they, 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 they want jobs. They, they want, want lower money. taxes. They want <laughs> zero taxes, zero income tax in Florida. And the schools were open through most of the pandemic. They want their kids going to school. They want low taxes. They want job opportunities. They want a sense of excitement and growth. They don't want homeless people. Do you think Laying he's jealous? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because is. DeSantis is in. Well, Newsom probably hoped Biden would step aside so he could jump into this because oh. really, what would the competition be? Well, that that's Kamala Harris. That's what's gonna make him crazy. If DeSantis progressives progresses rather, and Newsom is stuck waiting for Joe to die, and a whole election cycle happens, and God forbid DeSantis wins, Newsom. What's he gonna do? His his whole reason he he wants DeSantis. He that's the guy he wants to go up against. That's the guy he wants to beat. And he's gonna I guess sit so down because for... Newsom doesn't really talk about Trump at all. No. In fact, the only thing he said recently no. was actually rather complimentary. No, I'm, I'm we actually talked about that in the air because he was saying, Well, Trump came here, you know, he listened to me when we had our fires and stuff. Remember that a few years ago? And Yeah, a lot of that I think was phony, but <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I, 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 if they were campaigning against each other, uh, they'd be vicious against each other. I don't believe that phony. Oh yeah, we got along. They kind of had to get along because things were so uh, in such dire circumstances in that moment. Yeah, and sometimes Trump plays along as much as he bashes people with his nicknames and his put downs. There's other times where he kind of puts his shoulder. It's like this the North Korean guy, right? Trump is, he puts his arms around you just because he likes to screw with you. Trump is all performance. 
Yeah, and if you flatter his ego, he's your friend. And if you criticize him, he's your enemy. And, and Newsom wanted money, right? right? Newsom wanted money. And so Newsom played the game and flattered Trump. And, and Trump is so susceptible to flattery because of his weird, fragile ego that suddenly Newsom was his friend. So it's all not, it's all nonsense. Newsom also got involved in the culture wars. Uh, he went on Twitter. Ah, that's really getting angry. You know what? You want to make a really strong, loud statement, you put it out on Twitter. <laughs> um, he uh, said uh, CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, selling out the LGBTQ plus community to extremists is a real profile in courage. This isn't just a couple of stores in the South. This is a systemic attack on the gay community happening across America. He went on to say that uh, he put, put out a list of other uh, groups that may be in trouble based on what's happening with this story. Wake up, America. This doesn't stop here. You're black. You're Asian. You're Jewish. You're a woman. You're next. Wow. What the hell? You talk about being an extremist. He's a hysterical fool. Nobody's going after anybody. No, there, uh, nobody is going after anybody. The story is, is the a, Target removed some merchandise because they said that some of their workers were getting threatened. Uh, some of this well, merchandise was stuff that was uh, uh, geared towards uh, the trans community. And As some we mentioned of it, the other day, tuck-friendly women swimsuits. Yeah, you know something? Most, I, I would say virtually every guy I know doesn't want to hear about a tuck-friendly swimsuit. And if you don't know, it's where you're supposed to tuck your genitals if you're wearing a woman's swimsuit. Yes. Your right. testicles. Like if you're wearing a yeah. sexy one-piece. Yeah, okay. You know. There's no there's no regular guy who relates to that. They, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to hear about it. I don't, I can't, every, because I've talked to. Uh, but you don't have to go calling up stores and threatening to smash no, but, people's heads in. That's kind of okay, silly. But you're always going to have that element, right? That, that most men don't want to hear about it. You're always going to get an element that goes crazy and just does, does, does stuff like that. Right. I mean, it's, it, it's inevitable. But, but they also put out some weird books for children, according to Reuters. These books were for ages two to eight. Bye bye binary. Hmm. Bye bye who, binary. Who put out the book? Target. Oh, did they? According to Reuters, Target binary. had items including gender fluid mugs. Oh, is that a term? It's well, gender fluids fluid. go in mugs. Uh, uh, yeah, but you know what? Just ignore it if you don't like it on the shelf. I mean, why do you have to create a scene? I, I, who cares? Because it's they'll probably sell ten of those items and we move on. Because it's well, the thing is, it's intentionally provocative. And and most of the country doesn't want to hear about it. Uh, that that's what one of the the beer. Uh, well, then uh, just ignore said. it. Well, people don't though now. People feel like it's 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 being. You're gonna go walking big, around Target looking for things to offend you. It's just, it's that the, the the woke lecturing has gone on for so many years. I can tell you that people are more sensitive than ever when it's when it's forced on. Uh, them. It sensitive. feels like every well, it, it's a reality. So again, you're selling towels at Target, right? What are you wading into this for? People, a lot of people just don't want to hear it anymore. They don't. Well, that's how people will vote. If Target takes a hit to its bottom line, well, uh, they'll probably well, stop doing this. Just the way Bud Light ran into a little wall there. They uh, they lost $8 billion in market value. Their stock uh, dropped significantly this week over this, which is what happened to Anheuser-Busch. And, and now they've lost about 30% of the Bud Light sales. 
And the analysts say that the, it, it, it's, it's dead. They're not going to get that back. And, and one, of, one of the analysts had a great quote, one of the beer analysts, he said, look, nobody wants to buy Bud Light and end up in a conversation about this. Most guys don't care about this, so they don't want to end up in a conversation. It's easier to just buy a can of Coors or, uh, you know, a, a, a Michelob or whatever. It, it, you, don't, you don't have to buy Bud Light if you're going to come back to the table and all your friends are going to give you a hard time. They, they well, it's not like you have the can with the trans no, woman. No, because on it, but... that's what guys do. You know that. Well, that's what guys do. 20, 22 year old guys hanging out on a weekend. Guy comes in uh, for the football party. With well, that's transphobic. That's all that is. Well, you you can give it any one of the cool uh, woke names you want, but that's the reality. Is the yeah. guy going to buy the six pack? No. Who loses? Bud Light. Who wins? Coors. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, the Moist Line will be here tomorrow during the 3 o'clock hour. There is still time for you to leave a message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon to connect, or dial up a toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Next hour, we're going to have a chance again to talk to uh, County Supervisor San Diego, Jim Desmond, uh, one of the Republicans on the supervisor board. He's the only one that voted no on the frenzy to buy up hotels to house the homeless. You know, with the homeless problem really got out of control the old days, it used to be, you know, you go into a shelter. And then there was a little pitch for tiny homes. Now it's we want to buy up all the hotels and put the home. We want them in their own private rooms. Of course, beyond that, the city of L.A. is trying to build them expensive housing, their own apartments. Anyway, he objected to this particular purchase because it came out to nearly $500,000 a hotel unit. And I think that's, he's that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's just stupid. That is a bad precedent to set. And Jim will talk to us well, it, after it, the news. It's wasted two. money that could be used much more effectively. No. You know, to get the vagrants maybe off their drugs. And there the isn't alcohol. enough. You can't be spending $500,000 a unit. And that doesn't include what the supportive services. What? You got to have counselors yeah. in there so and they, the drug treatment. And see, this is, oh this, my God. This is the racket. This is the Democratic machine rewarding all these fake nonprofits that probably these politicians, relatives, and friends are involved in. There's no rational reason for this. All right, of course, uh, yesterday, late in our show, Ron DeSantis went on Twitter with Elon Musk to make it official that he's running for president. He already filed the paperwork. We're a long way from anybody voting, months. But uh, one of the first polls to come out since that was official is from Quinnipiac. And uh, it's going to be quite a wall he has to climb. A 31-point lead for Trump over DeSantis among Republican voters for president. 56 uh, percent of uh, would back Trump, and uh, DeSantis is way behind. Trump's support is up nine percent since late March, and of course we had that story with the uh, the whole indictment. DeSantis is down eight points. There were twelve other Republican candidates, but they got either three percent or less. It was really uh, people choosing between Trump and DeSantis. Now matched up against Biden in this poll. Biden beats Trump barely, but DeSantis beats Biden barely. Uh, in fact, uh, 
I think what we have in store next year, no matter who the two nominees are, it's going to be another very close vote. And of course, the percentages don't matter. It depends on how the states break out for the electoral votes. More than half of the people surveyed, 65%, think Biden's too old for a second term at 80. They didn't think so for Trump, even though Trump is just a few years younger at 76. Because it's about his his dementia, that's why. Yes, Trump still shows vigor. Too old is a synonym for dementia when it comes to Biden. (laughs) That is true. Uh so that's the early look at uh, at that race. Meanwhile, uh, on the immigration front, Texas has sued the Biden administration over that immigration phone app, which I agree with. We talked about this. Basically, what the Biden administration is, is doing is trying to pull a fast one. They put out a fancy app, right, so the migrants can, quote, apply for asylum. Uh, and they're supposed to meet certain requirements. But it's basically a way of saying when we bring them into the country, they're no longer counted as illegal entries, right? They're no longer counted as encounters or whatever well, other term they use for the big they, numbers we saw at the border. They declared an illegal crossing legal. And I I didn't understand how the administration has the power to do that. I don't think they – it says here bet, you, they illegally pre-approve you and then they can enter the country and go wherever they please. That, you're right. Oh, that should not be. No, that's something Congress has to pass and the president has to sign. Right. And so this is pulling a fast one, which is what they've been doing all along with immigration law. They've been just making stuff up and daring anybody to sue them. I know. They knew with Title 42 expiring and all the coverage that we have to come up with a, a good one here. And this was their answer uh, was to uh, have well, people use this uh, app. Look, if, you, if you're going to do illegal acts... If you're going to be dishonest and, you know, then anything goes and you get away with it and you get away with it at least long enough. And so that's what's happening. Uh, Texas is suing because with the app, you can apply for asylum. You can schedule asylum appointments through uh, CBP one, it's called. Uh, But there are eight designated ports of entry along the U.S. and five of them are in Texas. So uh, they got the majority and they know what's going to happen. People say, no, 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 I use the app, I applied, let me in. And what can they do? You go free and uh, we'll see you at a court date in 20 years. Something like that. No, so, I mean, that's, you know, I, I just don't know how many people are going to actually care about this. But really, when, when a president goes that far to, to break the law, to break the law as a matter of long-term policy, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's, that's disgusting. I mean, that, that, and that creates anarchy now, right? And now you got you got millions of illegal aliens clogging up all these other cities and towns, and 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 the stupid stupid Democratic mayors who go along with this. I know. I'm, I mean, you know, they deserve all their problems. In fact, I saw the other day Eric Adams in New York City. He they have a right to shelter law, which if enforced means every homeless person has to be taken to a shelter, at least given a bed for the night. Right. Now, the flip side of, the, of that is the homeless person, the vagrant, has to take it, right? And that's how they keep people off the streets. Well, now the vagrants are filling up all the shelters. Uh, rather, I said the, the the illegal aliens are filling up all the shelters meant for the vagrants. So now what do Adams do? Well, Adams says, well, let's suspend that law. Now everyone does not have a right to shelter. Well, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have people in the streets again. 
You're going to have vagrants in the streets. You're going to have illegal aliens in the streets. By the hundreds, then by the thousands. And you've got chaos and anarchy again. All right, when we return, we're back on the homeless beat. We're going to be talking to San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond, the only one to vote against an agreement for the County of San Diego and the San Diego Housing Commission to buy up four hotels for $157 million for the homeless. It's an outrageous amount of nearly $500,000 a unit. John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. John and Ken Show, Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.